Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 12, and this is the big one. This is the big, the big whale, the white whale, the Moby Dick, the whatever, the fucking game that every goddamn video game podcast has to talk about. Am I right or am I right? But before we get into all the meat and potatoes, the main event, the fucking main attraction, the, the Cirque du Soleil, the whatever the fuck... Uh, we got to talk about some other shit first. And first and foremost, I just want to give a, a big old shout out to my boys. Uh, they just started their um, their first pod. They just started a podcast. It's called Optional Boss. Um, they've just released their first episode. And I just wanted to give them a shout out. I, I highly recommend you guys go over there and check it out. It's another video game podcast. They have just the one episode up right now. But they have, they've recorded a few. So they're going to be putting them out there so if you're interested in yet another video game podcast this one has a nice little spin on it though it's not just dedicated to um any one video game so like their their first uh episode is about uh discussion about turn base uh turn base turn base stuff you know they're talking about just stuff like that but um i listened to it it was very solid i for considering it's their first go at a podcast i thought they did a really good job they made me laugh a few times i thought their chemistry was really good and um yeah i mean just go easy on them it's uh it's the first episode and i thought for a first episode it was very nice so highly recommend you guys go over there and check that one out too i i enjoyed it and um yeah, I look forward for um, them to re, uh, be releasing more episodes in the future. And congratulations to Optional Boss, Tyler, and Josh. Uh, I hope you guys uh, produce a whole bunch more episodes. I might even be a guest on that on that podcast one day. I may have one or both of them on to this podcast someday. We don't know. It's just, it's just I'm just happy that they uh, got theirs started. Um, just a little backstory. I was going to... Uh, we were going to make a, a three-man podcast between the three of us, but scheduling and all that stuff wasn't really working. I got antsy, and I just decided I'm going off, and here I am. I'm recording my 40-some-off episode, and um, yeah, it just seems like that's just more how I like to roll, man. I'm, I'm more of a, I'm a lone wolf, <laughs> and I just like to do shit on my own when I want to do it. I don't like having to wait and, and, and so on and so forth, but I'm so happy that they got it off the ground now and that's off and running. So once the ball starts rolling, man, that the hardest part about podcasting is, is getting it going. But once you start going, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, at least how it is with me. Like, look at me go. I'm, I'm doing three a week on three different freaking topics and so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, guys, uh, seriously, go over there and check it out. The name, again, is Optional Boss. Uh, it's on Spotify, as far as I know. I don't know if it's on any other streaming platforms. They sent me the link for Spotify, so I listen to it on Spotify. But I imagine you can find it at other places as well. So I would I would go check that out. Thank you. Okay, so before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, let's talk about the good stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Honestly, this is always like one of my favorite parts of podcasts is what what the podcaster is playing. So let's get into what I have been playing over the last week. So um, I started playing Grounded on uh, my Xbox with my buddy Kyle and one of his friends. Um, it's, uh, it's that freaking game where you're shrunk down and you're in the backyard and um, kind of like base building, you're collecting resources and there's also some sort of storyline that we haven't gotten too too into yet maybe we've played roughly like two hours or so maybe a little bit more uh honestly so far it's kind of just meh for me um it's um at least on my end i'm playing on the xbox one i don't have the xbox series x yet i find it to be a little chuggy and um, the combat is very not great. Uh, whenever I get into a battle with anything, an ant or, or a fucking beetle or whatever, it's just chugging like crazy. The frame rate is just brutal. So I don't know if that's just me because like I'm playing on an old system, but it's not like a graphically insane game or anything like that. But I just find that it's, it's not running very well on my end. And... Um, I love the idea. I love the premise of it. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when they are out in the backyard and stuff. It's very cool. There's like giant bugs and and yeah. It's if you like Minecraft and you like base building, you might get a kick out of this one. I it's on Game Pass, so you can try it out for free. 
Um, yeah, so far it's kind of meh. I don't know if I'm going to continue playing it for all that much longer. I think my my friend and his friend are, in, or are enjoying it a lot more than I am. I'm pretty meh on it right now, but maybe if I get more into the story part of it, I don't know. It's just like, okay. But um, if anyone else is out there playing it right now, what do you guys think of it? It's been reviewing really well. Like Metacritic, I think right now it's hitting at sitting at like 84% on the PC version. So like that's why I ended up downloading it because it, it was scoring well and I heard it was a co-op game. So I gave it a shot. Just I'm not that into it right now, but we'll see. Maybe next week I'll be into it. So, so far, meh. Also continuing my Let's Play on my YouTube channel on Disco Elysium, still cracking through that one. Getting closer to the end, I kind of forgot how long that game was. I maybe would have thought twice about doing a Let's Play of it because I'm already on like episode 60, but don't let that discourage you. Make sure you go over to that YouTube channel, goddammit, and you watch those videos because they're funny. I'm funny, okay? That's, that's, yeah. And I also, since it's October now, I started another YouTube Let's Play, and I'm doing Resident Evil 3 Remake. So I've never played this game before, never played the original, got the got the remake for like 20 bones on, on PSN, and I was like, I, I gots to, because Resident Evil 2 was so good. Yes, I know that uh, I heard that this one isn't everybody's favorite. It, I was a little shocked at the time when it came out as fast as it did. Like, it seemed like it came out just a few months almost after Resident Evil 2, and I was like, whoa, okay. But, um... Honestly, y'all, like, really digging it so far. I think it's maybe because I'm I'm RPG'd out right now. I've been crushing RPGs like crazy lately. And just having that, I don't know, a nice action fucking game like Resident Evil, it's uh, really good. Uh, I must say that it's uh, quite different from Resident Evil 7 or even Resident Evil 2. Because, I don't know, dude, like, in, in 3, I've already, I swear to God, I had, like, 75 pistol bullets, a whole bunch of shotgun bullets, grenades, and this was in, like, the first two hours. I'm, like, fully loaded. And, um, like I said, I'm doing that on my YouTube channel, so make sure you go over to the YouTube channel and watch it. Uh, episodes coming out every other day, so now that I have two series going on at the same time right now, we'll do Disco Elysium one day, Resident Evil the next, and then double upload Saturdays, you get one of each. So um, hoping that Disco Elysium will be done, I don't know, mid, mid-ish October. And I would love to get a, a at least one more horror game in for October. And my plan is I'm, I'm, I'm debating between Until Dawn because my wife and I really enjoyed that game and it's been a hot minute since I played it. So I, I wouldn't mind going through that one again. Or I will keep on the theme of Resident Evil, and I've really wanted to play through Resident Evil 1. Uh, I've never played it. I, uh, I I played it once when I was uh, a, a very young child, and I got about three minutes in. I, it scared the crap out of me, and then I handed it over to my cousin and then proceeded to watch him crush the whole game right in front of me. So that's how I've experienced Resident Evil 1. Never played it myself. I've, I've owned it for ages and ages so i think it's almost time for me to get into resident evil one so that would be really key uh if you guys have any suggestions for a good horror game to play on playstation uh let me know i'm, I'm thinking until dawn because that's a pretty damn that was a pretty damn good game i must i must say so i wouldn't mind going through that one one more time also still playing through amore on xbox uh, good solid RPG. I'm still enjoying it. I'm very slowly puttering my way through it. Uh, I'm, I am starting to get fatigued on the old RPGs right now. I literally was playing it this morning and I fell asleep. That's how I just, I, that's, it's usually, that's the last, that's usually the death blow for me in a video game. If it puts me to sleep like that, then that's usually like we're finito with that. But Honestly, I was just really fucking tired this morning. I don't know, like, I have not been sleeping good for, for weeks now, and um, basically just because I quit smoking weed for, for a few weeks here, and yeah, I think I'm just going through a little bit of the whole weed withdrawals here, where you're getting the very vivid dreams and all that shit. It fucking sucks. I can't wait to get back on weed, but that's not until next week. So we'll make it, we'll make it. It's okay, I'm okay. Okay, but Amori is still good. It's a very good game. It's just that I think maybe I should have taken a break off of RPGs for a little bit. Um, it's still it's a very solid game. It's not by any means my favorite RPG of all time, not even close. But it's a very fun, quirky, unique RPG. Again, if you are a fan of Earthbound, Mother Three, or you're in or you're in Hunt for a 
quirky, different RPG. I would highly, highly recommend Amore. Uh, don't listen to me. Like I said, I got RPG fatigue, so I still really like it. I just really am not that in the mood to play RPGs right now, so it is what it is, but I'm about nine hours into it, and uh, yeah, I plan on finishing it. I just probably going to be doing it pretty slowly and uh honestly i just have too much too many games going on at the same time right now i i never go i never play this many games at the same time but i, I am an i am a madman right now also still puttering through two points campus i like to play that game every now and again especially if i fall behind on my podcasts and i need to listen and catch up uh love playing two points campus because i can just sit there popping a podcast i don't have to listen to anything while i play it so i can just yeah, and it's it's still very fun. I, I highly, I, I really like Two Points Hospital. I love that game. And Two Point Campus is just more of the same. But if you love Two Points Hospital, you're going to love Campus. It's just, it's good shit. It's, it, it, like I said in previous episodes, uh, it's not, I'm not having as much of a good time with it as I did at Hospital. Because Hospital was just a pleasant surprise to me. And this one's, like I said, more of the same. But it's still solid, very solid. And the last game that I'm still playing is Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. This one I'm very, very slowly puttering through. Just whenever I have like 20, 20 minutes or so, I'll open up the 3DS, fucking crack open this game, and then freaking go through it for a few minutes. I usually just go from save point to save point. Uh, I really would actually. I should just start playing it more because it is really solid. But again, it's another RPG. But this one I am not so fatigued on because it has the... Um, the like timing and you have to like pay attention to uh, you can like block attacks it's very paper mario-y and i've been craving a paper mario rpg for a while and i've known of this game for so long and yeah i'm only about four hours in i'm very slowly getting through it but really enjoying it I, it's a fucking really good game and i remember when it came out way back in the day and how good it was it was reviewing and i was like oh what the hell and yeah, if it wasn't Pokemon, um, I usually wasn't playing it on my handhelds. I basically just got handhelds for Pokemon, and and I would get the odd game here or there, and usually just never liked them all that much. But yeah, uh, lately I've been getting back into the DS library, 3DS library, and I'm, I've been enjoying some of the games that I've been going back and trying out. Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story being one of them. Really want to go back and try and play some of those. I haven't played any of the Zelda games on the DS or any of those. No, I have a lot of them and I just never played them. And um, yeah, that's kind of the theme. There's a lot of really good Zelda games out there that I haven't played. And uh, I will get to some of them, especially uh, Link Between Worlds I really want to get to, especially after I talk about this game uh, today. But, um, and I only had, um, I'm not watching very much, but I did, um, uh, my wife and I started watching that Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. It's a banger, dude. It's a really good show. Um, surprisingly, I, I, I felt like I thought I knew more about Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, but you know, there's so many freaking crazy psycho killers that have been around and I was like, oh, okay. He's like the, the cannibal one, I guess. But, um very well done show like it definitely i was sucked right in within like the first 10 minutes i was like oh fuck yeah this is cool and um yeah it's a solid show if anyone i don't remember i, I we both kind of fell asleep on the couch watching it but uh, i think we crushed like three or four episodes and uh yeah I, I i would love to crush some more of that uh it's very good it's very solid show i i imagine maybe they're going to be doing more shows in that style on other killers but um yeah now i'm on the fucking rabbit hole i'm going down on um you know looking up all, all these lists and looking up all these killers now so now i'm all freaking i'll probably gonna turn into a serial killer myself now because i just keep looking into all these guys and just seeing what all the crazy shit that they've done going into a lot of watch mojo top tens like oh here's the 10 craziest killers oh here's the 10 craziest calling cards here's the 10 craziest unsolved murder shit like that and speaking of going down the rabbit hole i just want to say it it's weird but it, it happens you know sometimes you get you get a little bit addicted to a and e stuff for no reason it popped up on my youtube freaking feed and there was like the addiction or no it's intervention I've watched like fucking 30 of these stupid freaking things and and it makes me not go to bed because I'm like, oh, d well, well, look at look at this one. Like what a wreck this guy is like, oh, my goodness. Like and, and, and so on and so forth. And you just go down the rabbit hole. And next thing you know, it's freaking you've watched 20 of them. And and 
Yeah, but honestly, it makes me feel like a way better person. And a lot of the stories are really nice, especially when they do or are able to um, to get over the addictions and whatnot. But not everybody does, man. And uh, I have family members that have struggled with addiction their whole lives and are still battling it today. But um, yeah, man, it was. I just it's a dirt. It's a guilty pleasure every now and again. Like most of the time, I I laugh at the products and the and the shows that come out of A and E. But hey, some of them are all right. Some of them are just dumb fun to watch before you go to bed. And yeah, I've been crushing that. I don't I don't know why I felt the need to say it, but I did. So there you go. And uh, if you guys, I would love to let I'd love to know what you guys are playing out there. So if you want to hit me up with an email, Twitter, uh, comment on my YouTube channel, let me know what y'all are playing out there because I love to hear what people are playing. That's like one of my favorite things because I like I, that's the thing about gaming, you know. Like everyone's got a different opinion. Everyone's got an opinion about a game, and I, I love to hear them. So yeah, and apparently my cat does too because he's down here yelling at me. Okay, so. Let's get into the fucking meat and potatoes of this week's episode. And if you can't read it up at the top there, I am talking about a legend, the legend of, I almost said, uh, oh my God, I almost fucked up big time already. Okay, just, the legend of Zelda, a link to the past. So before we get into any of this, I need, I must say flat out. I never played this game before. This I I know I know. Just be just put the knife down. Just stand back. Take a breath. It's okay. It's okay. There's a lot of games out there, and yes, I'm just going to go out there and say it right now. This was one of my biggest gaming shames that I've I've carried on my back, and it's been getting heavier and heavier each year that I go without playing this game. And I finally buckled up, fucking sucked it up, and I was gonna play it. And it fucking did, dude. I finally played this game, mostly because um, of the Nintendo Switch and its uh, Super Nintendo library. It kind of sickens me, the fact that it's been there. Like, that was the first fucking game they released on the Super Nintendo fucking thing on the Switch. And I just let it sit there, and I was like, yep, that exists. I will get to that one day. And, and that day finally fucking came. And honestly, man, I am kicking myself in the ass pretty good right now because... Um, Man, I wish I got to this game fucking earlier. Oh, man, I wish I played this earlier in my life. I've waited so long. I just... I, so, kind of the main reason why I never got into this one, um, it's because on my uh, Game Boy Color, my sister and I re received um, Legend of Zelda Orcarina of Seasons and Ages. I believe I had seasons and she had ages and um i was roughly i don't know maybe six or seven at the time and yeah i got i got a f maybe a dungeon or two maybe the third dungeon in and then i got stuck and i didn't know what to do because i was a dumb kid and my brain was still developing and all that good shit didn't have the internet didn't know what a computer was all that good shit so when i got stuck i just said okay i'll just not play that anymore i enjoyed what i played of it back then but yeah, it was um, Zelda games. I pretty much stayed away from them until I received the internet. <laughs> Honestly, I because I, there's no way I'd be able to finish those Zelda games. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. I need the internet. I need guides to help me. And yeah, I could have went out and just bought a freaking guide or something. But, you know, growing up poor and, and all that and a single father raising two kids. Yeah, money was never a thing. And, and you try and convince a parent to freaking buy you a book that'll uh whatever everyone you guys all have better parents than me probably i don't know but anyway that's not we're not talking about that <laughs> anyway um but yeah no seriously uh i never played this game up until 2022 and um yeah dude that's all all i can really say about it is that i wished i played it sooner i i just i wish i just got to it sooner so let's get into the legend of zelda a length of the past i already admitted that it was my pretty much my greatest gaming shame um i don't know if i really want to talk about any other gaming shames because that would make a really good episode to talk about one day um because i know uh one of the podcasts that i listened to remember the game uh i i know he's always been talking about that's one of his most successful uh podcast episodes that they've ever done and now it's like a ongoing series where they talk about uh, his and his fans' greatest gaming shame. So I would have to hold on to that. I know of one for sure that people would fucking eviscerate me for, but you guys are probably already pissed off enough that I didn't play this growing up and all that shit. So we're not going to talk about my other gr greatest gaming shames, but um, 
Yes, but it's okay. I got this one off the list. I finally played it and I fucking loved it. So there you go. So it's all good. It would have been way worse if I played this game and then like hated it. But I don't know if it's possible to hate this game, dude. It's a fucking all timer. It's literally a masterpiece. Um, the fact that the game is is so it's over thirty years old. It was it was created before I was born. So and the fact that you can I. You could play this game today, and if it was re if it, if this game was released today, it would be it would be an all time like people would love it. I don't know if it would be if it would go down as a masterpiece if it was if if it if it was released today. Holy crap! I'm getting too excited. I'm I gotta slow down. Uh, but if it was released today, people would go crazy for it. They go they go absolutely banana. It's a very very good game. So I'm gonna try and do my due diligence and try my best to talk about this game. I know people are absolutely insane about this game but but be easy on me because i've only played through it once and yes i would love to play through it more times but as of me recording this right now i've only played it once and it was like a month ago and for some reason i don't know i was on the fence of wanting to do this episode or not because i didn't know if there was going to be enough of that theoretical meat on the bone for me to talk about it but i feel like i have enough so I told you about my history. Um, the story in this game is what it is. You know, I'm I'm not a big story guy, especially when it comes to Legend of Zelda. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, all I know is that you gotta fucking save a princess all the time and all that good shit. But the big thing that's uh, on this game is that there's you're going from different worlds, a light and a dark world, which is like so fucking cool, man. Like oh, and the fact that it actually like like the the really cool thing about this one is that like. Um, you can do something in the light world and it'll have a, a direct effect in the dark world, which I thought was so fucking cool. Like, I, I could only imagine how insane this game must have been when it came out back then. Like, oh man, if only. Like, this one, like, yeah, just no one in my family really was into Legend of Zelda. There were, there were borderline gamers, but yeah, Legend of Zelda was never introduced into my household. It was something that was introduced to me uh, later on in life. Uh, my uncle was a big Legend of Zelda fan, and um, yeah, I would play it uh, over at his house, but that was Ocarina of Time, not Link to the Past. So, me, my nostalgia lies in Ocarina of Time. Uh, that's the that's the first Zelda game that I, I beat. That's the, the one that I grew up playing a little bit as a kid, and then finally when I got my own N64 way, way later and got my own copy and then got my own internet, got my own computer, and my buddy, um, well, uh, a buddy of mine that is no longer a buddy of mine because I moved around a lot growing up, but he and I, we sat there, we hooked that bitch up, we we got up on that dial-up internet, like, loading a page for four hours, and, and finally figuring out how the fuck to get through the water temple, and how the fuck to get through the forest temple, and all that shit, but, um, yeah, that's, a, that's an episode for another day yet again, but, dude, seriously, man, like, this game, like, when I, when it first booted up, I, I, I got chills, like, I was just like, oh my god, it's finally happening, here I am, I, I'm hearing that tune, just, like, oh, oh, I'm getting chills right now, I'm getting, literally getting, I have goosebumps on my body, and I, oh my goodness, I gotta relax, I absolutely gotta relax right now, my cats are fucked every goddamn time, you guys, every time I record podcasts, you guys gotta go out there and fight, you're ruining my podcast, it's becoming a running gag on this on this podcast is that every episode that I, I think it's every gaming episode especially that's when they like to fight in front of me because it's they're just really annoying like that you know cats but um dude the graphics in this game holy shit like so gorgeous like oh my god like this i don't i don't know how they were how oh man the super nintendo what uh what a console that is like it's something that i'm still to this day like going back and trying to re rediscover and play through some of the games that like I grew up like my first console was a Super Nintendo that's what I was basically my first memory was like almost playing the, the Super Nintendo especially we had a Nintendo but it was more about the Super Nintendo at the time yeah we play the odd Nintendo game but it was all about the Super Nintendo for me at that time and um, man if only I, I had this one when I was a kid I know I would have absolutely treasured this game if I played it as a kid even though if I if I didn't know what the hell I was doing the world alone I could have spent hours weeks years just going around in this world and this this the towns and the forest and all these amazing things that you can look at I can't believe the the level of exploration 
that is in this game for a game that's that was released before I was fucking born. Like, uh, it's incredible. It's one of the. It's just such a special world to to discover and um that's always been the intention of i can't remember the dude's name that miyamoto is that right is, is it the mario guy that made this is that the, wow what a guy he is but um he always just wanted it to be he just compared it to him having adventures in his backyard and dude off oh, i just had this game as a kid oh i can only imagine the amount of adventures that i would have had like it would have been similar to what I how I played Chrono Trigger back in the day when I was a kid and didn't know how to play it really. I would just go to the fair with Marl and just hang out at the fair and all that stuff. But oh man, if I had this game, I would have been hanging out in the town, freaking beating up the chickens and all that shit. But oh man, so I'm gonna try my best here, and I'm gonna we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that I I well some things that I just that I learned about this game um, just looking up a couple things and while I was playing through it I was like huh I wonder if this is where it started so there's a few things that this game introduced to the series that are still in the series today so I mean it's the first game to introduce the master sword to the series and like dude when you get the master sword and you're in the in the woods like oh man when you when you get to that opening that that clearing area and all the little animals are skittering around and you walk up to it like oh even me as like I'm a 30 year old man, I was like, "This is some special shit right here. This is some special ass shit." Like, oh my gosh, I just, I just wish I could have. Ex I'm just gonna keep saying that. Like, I just wish I could have experienced this at a younger age, and I wish I could have had the nostalgia, because sadly that's just the thing that I don't have for this game because I just played it. So I lack the nostalgia that I know a lot of you gamers out there are gonna ha that have for this game and all that stuff. But I still absolutely love this game, regardless if I don't have the, the nostalgia to go with it. it. It's debatable if it's... Well, no, it's not debatable. It's definitely not my favorite Zelda game of all time. That goes to Breath of the Wild without question. But now the debate for me would be is, like, I've always... Like, Ocarina of Time was my, one, like, my favorite game of all time for a large portion of my life. It is no longer my favorite game of all time. And it's no longer my favorite Zelda game of all time. And now it's questionable, is it my third favorite Zelda of all time? Does Link to the Past pass it now? It's up for debate. I won't answer that just yet because I would need to go... I would have to go and play through Link to the Past another time and 100% it and all that stuff. Do a full, the full, get the full spectrum. Uh, my first playthrough here, I, I didn't get everything. I did my best to just kind of play it as blind as I can, but I admit it, I had to look up a ton of fucking shit, dude. I got, I got stuck a hundred times in this game playing it, but yeah. Uh, other things that I did learn while I was playing this, I saw the Kukos there, and of course, this is where they make their debut, and yes, you can beat them up, and yes, they will go absolutely crazy and kill everything that it sees, and they go absolutely crazy. I think, well, I was terrified of the Kukos in Ocarina of Time when I was a kid, I would go up to them and I would just be riding around and then you accidentally touch one and then you touch it again then again and then they go fucking crazy. Yeah, it happens in this game too. And I was like, oh shit, no way that this, this it was this game that started that with the Kukos. So that's really cool. Heart pieces also make their debut here. Classic Legend of Zelda thing. Like, oh, I, re I remember collecting all the heart pieces in Ocarina of Time. I definitely didn't get all the heart pieces in this one. Uh, the puzzles... Sometimes like there's a lot of hidden shit in this game that I like without a guide I don't know how anyone found this shit in the first place, but they hide some shit in this game very very well and dude Yeah, but heart pieces make their debut here uh, The Legend of Zelda logo that we all know and love was made for this game and that's been the logo ever since It's just that classic freaking Triforce and the big Z and all that shit and of course a lot of the music that we all love and know um it started here the 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 main themes i think well i don't know the names of all the songs but a lot of your like when i heard um the music in this game i was like oh oh it's just so iconic it's so incredible the music in this game is fan freaking tastic okay i think that's everything that i learned um uh, some things that i learned the hard way as a, a, a part i'm calling my whoopsies while i played through this game so in my first playthrough I, uh, I totally didn't get the flute until I was on like the sixth dark world. 
So yeah, I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to fast travel for a lot of this game because I'm an idiot and I didn't like well a I enjoyed going around the world in the first place like I I just like discovering and like seeing everything and all that but yeah I mean there's a handful of times it would have been really useful to get to uh, fast travel to the potion shop when I was on the other side of the world and I really needed health and then you're running across the world and then get killed yeah things like that that would have been really useful so um. If you guys haven't played this before, make sure you look up uh, how to get that flute and, and get it as soon as possible because it is fucking useful as shit. I was honestly, well, on top of that, the flute is just the Ocarina. It's the Ocarina of Time. It looks just like the Ocarina of Time. I was like, oh my god, there it is. That's where it made its first appearance as well. And they were just like, yeah, we'll just make that into the to the next game. But um, yeah, it looks it's just the Ocarina of Time. It's called a flute in this game. So there you go. And it makes you fast travel instead of making it rain inside and, and, and whatever the fuck it does. Um, when I was fighting, uh, the Trinex, Trinex, whatever the fuck boss fight, uh, I had to leave it. I just, I went in and I was like, oh crap, I don't, uh, I didn't get the ice rod to beat him. So I was like, oh shit, my bad. So I just had to walk up out of there. I was a little embarrassed. I was like, oh fuck, I missed the, I, it was so weird that I even got in there. I was like, oh, the fact that you can go in there without the item. I was like, oh fuck, I'm an idiot. And, um, I didn't, oh, yeah, like I said, I didn't fast travel basically until the end of the game. So, yeah, all that good shit. Okay, so let's talk about, let's talk about, well, favorite temples. I, I couldn't really pick a favorite one. Like, I don't know, the, the Hyrule Castle at the beginning was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people didn't, don't like the Ice Temple, but I thought it was okay. Um, uh, but I could definitely talk about the worst temple because I, I remember I wrote this down while I was playing it and, I, and that, that note has stuck there for the whole time. Honestly, none of the temples like overly stood out to me. I just thought there were a lot of them were all really good. Uh, none, not many of them really stood out over the other ones for the most part. I just thought they were all really solid. But there were a couple here that I didn't like and the temple that I hated the most was the fucking Dark World Forest Temple. Oh my goodness. If you've played this game, you're probably like nodding your head right now. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that one's um, that one's a little fucked up, man. Because like, it's got this confusing ass layout. There's a bunch of holes in the ground and bumpers knocking you all over the place. You get bumped into the freaking bumpers. Then you get bumped down into the hole. And then you get launched out into another freaking area. And it's just like... It was driving me fucking bananas, dude. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And there's freaking... Uh, the enemies are annoying. And then, oh my god, dude. The fucking hand. I, get, I, I don't know if this is where that motherfucker makes his debut, but... I hate the damn hand. I hate the hand so much. I hate the hand in Ocarina of Time. I always hated that disgusting hand. It makes me sick. And to see it in this game made me very upset. And it's so fucking annoying in this game, dude. Like... It's, it's the like you see the shadow of it coming down and then like it, and it comes down all the time like every fucking 10 seconds you see the shadow and then you got to move out of the way and if it grabs you dude if this motherfucker grabs you it takes you all the way to the freaking beginning of the temple It'll take you all the way to the front and I don't know how many goddamn times this motherfucker grabbed me and sent me freaking packing out to the beginning I was like oh my god oh my god there was like one part where you have to like I don't know if you're like trying to move a, a statue or something. There's just a lot of shit going on. And on top of that, you got to deal with this douchebag freaking hand that's trying to grab you and rip you out and pull you out, make you do things over and over again. And there's if there's one thing that I hate doing in video games is doing the same freaking thing over and over again. And this bastard making me do things over and over again was extremely annoying. Um, yeah, I did not have a very good time in this temple. Um... Yeah, do not look forward to doing this one again when I go through and play it one more time someday. But, yeah, maybe I won't hate it as much as I did this time. But that fucking hand, man. Oh, by far the most annoying motherfucker in this game is that hand. Or those laser statues. Because those things, oh my god, they fucked me up big time. Um, the other temple that I wasn't a big fan of. Now, mostly just because it kicked my ass. I thought, like, it was it was still good. But, um, Ganon's temple, dude. Oh my goodness. What a pain in the ass to get through this one. Absolutely kicked ass. The tons of annoying enemies. There's fuck those laser freaking dudes are all over the place. And I swear, they just, they always get me. I'm so bad at dodging stuff. I'm really bad at old games, man. It's just a, 
really bad at it. Uh, spikes all over the friggin' place. Yeah, it's just a... I mean, it's the last temple in the game, the last dungeon, whatever the fuck we want to call them. And, uh, yeah, it definitely lived up to the moniker being the last level in the game. It was pretty damn difficult. And I had some troubles getting through it, but, um... Not the worst one, but it was just one that annoyed me. I wouldn't. It's definitely not bad, and I wouldn't say that the Dark World Forest one. None of them are bad. I mean, bad is definitely not a word I would use for anything in this game. I don't think. We'll see once I get to the negative section, because I, you know, I have some quarrels with this game, but it, they're they're pretty minute. It's just kind of tiny things, but um, yeah, I still enjoyed. Like they, they there's just one. I mean, I have to talk about. I have to. I have to say some bad things about it. I mean, geez. Um, okay, so I uh, did my whoopsies. Uh, I guess we could talk about the bosses. Okay, let's talk about some of the bosses. Uh, let's talk about some of the ones that I didn't like that much. Uh, first, uh, this the fucking Virtrius dude. Like, what the hell was that? What the hell was that? It's just like, isn't I? I think it's the one that's just like eyeballs or something. Um, but it was one of the late boss, like late game bosses, and. I don't know, this game, I wouldn't call it easy, that's for sure. Uh, to be, I wouldn't call it extremely difficult, but challenging, maybe. Uh, it's definitely had some had some bite to it. There was definitely some challenge. And uh, I was expecting a lot more out of this dude, and I absolutely just walked through that bitch. Absolutely walked through that bitch, and I was like, oh, really, that was it? I was like, oh, snap. I thought I thought this game would be getting harder, but no, like that, that boss really kind of just let me down. Um, I will say that all the bosses look pretty damn cool. This one's just like a whole bunch of eyeballs. It was decent. It was just really fucking easy. I was just like, oh, oh, all right then. Um, Mald, Maldorm. Now, okay, just be be nice with the names, okay? Because, again, I've talked about this. A lot of the names, like, they look like they could be said, like, three or four different ways. So I think it's just, like... A thing that they do to make people hate each other. It's like, no, it's it's Navi, not Navy, or or it's Ocarina, not Ocarina, and shit like that. But Maldorm, okay, um, hated this motherfucker because he would knock you off the edge, and like, oh my god, like when he knocks you off the edge, you got to start the fight all over again. And the, the 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 one that sent me over was I literally had one more fucking hit on this dude, and he bumped me off the edge and I had to start the whole fight over again. And like I just said, there's nothing that I think I hate more in video games than having to do something all over again. It's just so... It just takes the wind right out of me. I'm like, I was one fucking hit away and this piece of shit freaking knocked me off the edge and now I gotta do it all again. And mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and I think on top of that, he also had like... um like bumper spikes or something all over the place so you would get bumped into him and then you get bumped off and yeah it was a bit of a pain in the ass i wasn't that big on this fight at all and the other fight that was just kind of like i don't know it was just kind of annoying i know some people kind of like it but i wasn't a big fan of the mothla fight moth i don't know it was the fucking flying bug thing uh, I don't know, you have to try and hit it, it's flying all over the fucking place, and the floor is moving, there's spikes all around, you're trying to hit it with your little fucking fireball that you're shooting, like, yeah, I don't know, it wasn't my favorite one, but, um, definitely not bad, not bad, none of these were bad, well, maybe Maldorm was bad, that guy was just a fucking piece of shit, because he can one-hit you, and that, that's not cool, man, I don't like that, but, there's definitely a lot of good bosses in this game, and I'm gonna say, I think, okay, let's not go with my favorite one first okay let's let's talk about hellmaster king hell hell hellmasaur king is that right guys what do you think what do you think pretty good job pretty good i mean dude i've seen every time i seen gameplay of this game or someone doing a review retrospective you name it this thing always pops up i'm always that thing it looks so fucking cool it's such an iconic badass looking boss like Jesus, I, I swear, this is the one, this is the kind of the guy that I always, like, when I, I think of Legend of Zelda, like, A Link to the Past, I always think about this dude, like, just a badass freaking fight, man, so freaking cool, um, Aghanim, the, the, the sorcerer dude, that's, that's, like, the second main bad guy, or, I don't know, he's kind of the main bad guy, because you don't see Ganon until, like, basically the end, but, yeah, uh, I really love the fight, I mean, I love smacking magic, uh, back at him, it was just super satisfying, and it's it's funny to see that it was in this game, and then they used that mechanic in the Ganon fight in Ocarina of Time, where you're smacking his magic back to him, and that's honestly one of my, probably my favorite, one of my favorite parts 
of Ocarina of Time boss fights is like smacking the thing back and forth like just so satisfying and that it's in this game as well I just I really enjoyed that fight the Ganon fight of course was uh freaking good uh good level of difficulty he uh he was absolutely no cakewalk yes I had the light arrows to defeat him but yeah he got the better of me a few times which I felt was was granted. I didn't I didn't expect the final boss Ganon to be really really easy because he tends to be quite difficult. I find uh, not so much. I don't know. Ocarina of Time maybe the first couple times that I had to fight him, it was a pretty intimidating, crazy uh, fight. But now it's like oh, now that you know what to do and stuff. Like I don't know. I watched a few videos of people uh, playing this game and, and and trying to watch a couple speed runs just to see how ridiculous people are. And uh, the way that people can just, they manhandle this game, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Like, I didn't want to watch uh, those kind of videos before I played it because I didn't want to cheese the game. I just kind of wanted to go through it the way that maybe I would have if I got my hands on it as a kid. And and maybe I had a little bit of internet. But, um, yeah, no, the Ganon fight was fucking top-notch. It's, it's a real thinker of a fight. Like, there, it isn't very simple and it doesn't exactly tell you. Misses? Why are you yelling at me? Oh my god, you're so rude. Uh, what was I saying? See, now you've done it. Now you've freaking done it. Uh, Ganon, though, yeah, he wasn't a cakewalk. But, um, like, you can you can potentially, like, get stuck on him for a very long time and not know what to do if you didn't get the light arrows because that's the way you gotta kill him. And I really enjoyed the fight. I thought it was really cool. But the one that I think I liked the most was the Trinex fight. Uh, the dude looked absolutely fucking awesome. I believe this is the one with the the two colored heads. You got the red head and the and the blue head, and you have to use the different magic on them. I just fucking loved it. I thought it was really freaking cool fight. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's. I'm gonna go with Trinix as my favorite one because I feel like everyone's just gonna pick Ganon or they're gonna pick uh, the Helmosaur or something. But I'd love to hear which one was your favorite. Uh, all the other bosses were solid, very fun. The bosses in this game are, I mean, bosses in Zelda games are just generally fantastic. Uh, I know some people criticize them for being, like, overly simplified. Like, oh, here's the, you got a big red freaking eye. I wonder what I need to attack. Link to the Past, it's not so straightforward. Like, yes, they have that that formula of, like, okay, you get the item in the temple, and then you got to use that item against the boss. But, I don't know, I felt like they did a little bit a better job at not exactly holding your hand as much, making it so blatantly obvious as it, as it was for some of the bosses in Ocarina of Time. But, um, yeah, dude, the bosses are absolutely incredible in this game. I, I, yeah. Okay, so, let's talk about some of the negative things. Um, you know, yeah, I know, we gotta talk about them, y'all. They're not, not, this game isn't perfect in, in my books. It's, it's very, very good, without a doubt. But there's a couple things that I that I that I have a, a little bit of a problem with. So obviously it can be difficult at times to know what you need to do and where you need to get certain items that you really need. Uh, without like I needed to look up stuff uh, because I didn't know what to do next. Like I think you have to get a spell or something, and you have to go to like a temple over there and like do a whole bunch of weird shit. It's very Legend of Zelda. It's kind of the thing that they've always done. But sometimes, man, it's just, like, way too fucking cryptic. I'm like, how the fuck are you supposed to know that? I mean, it's definitely not the levels of, like, Castlevania 2, where you have to fucking kneel down with the blue orb for, like, 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden a tornado appears out of nowhere and takes you to where you need to go. No, it is not that level of crypticness, that's for sure. But, you know, I, it's it's not the worst thing. Um, you know, game. It was a different time back then in the early 90s. I mean, it was it was all about discovering things, talking about it with your friends in the playground. Like, oh, shit. Yo, son. Like, yo, dog. <laughs> I don't know why kids are talking like that. That's how we talked in the 90s. I, did we? I don't know. My childhood was pretty fuzzy. Um, but, you know, it was all about word of mouth. It's like, oh, did you? Like, oh, I found this secret room and you can get all these gems and stuff. And I was like, you're like, what? And all that kind of stuff. So it was more about word of mouth. Now you could just fucking, you can Google it and there's like 8,000 walkthroughs and a whole bunch of guides and everything. So, yeah, I, I would just, it, it's not really something that you can, it's not something that I can really complain about uh, for today because, like, like I said, you got fucking Google, you can Google anything, you got YouTube videos, you can fucking find, if you're specific enough in your search engine, you could find the exact thing that you're looking for on YouTube, video walkthroughs, all that shit, but all I'm saying is, like, for the kids that played it in the 90s and stuff, like, 
damn, how the hell were you supposed to figure out some of this shit? That's all I'm going to say. Like, same thing with my experience as a kid when I played Ocarina of Time. I was like, if I didn't, I was like, how, how I would never, like, I don't know how it, it would have taken me years to get through the water temple if I didn't have a guide. And even with the guide, it was fucking confusing because it's a stupid water temple and the water temple sucks. Anyway, that's that's not a complaint about this game. The Ice Temple, I thought it was it was okay. It wasn't that bad. That's probably because of, of you know, I played the, the Water Temple, and that's just like, ugh. Like, now, even now, like, I had that fucking Water Temple down, bro. Like, I had that shit down, but if I tried to play it again today, because I hadn't played it since the... The 3DS remake, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with that water temple now. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, uh, what's next? We got the oh, dude. I mean, this is just I I think they still have this, and I, even in Breath of the Wild, but the constant beeping when you have low hearts, dude. Like, come on, it sucks. Like, I absolutely hate that. It's so freaking irritating. It's so annoying, and. The fact that I wasn't very good at this game, I, I would consistently have low hearts, and it would be, did it, did it, did it, did it. It's like, I know, okay? You don't have to keep constantly reminding me that I suck at this game. And it's just not cool, man. And when you're in a really intense boss fight, and you're down to like one or two hearts, and uh, it just kind of breaks your focus sometimes, and it just causes me to get killed. Like, they don't do that in Elden Ring. Like, if your health is low, it's not going, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 you're low on health, man. It's like, I know that, dude. I can see the bright red hearts at the top of the screen. I can real, I see that I only have one left. I'm not freaking blind, okay? I'm not that dumb. I can see how low my health is, but jeez, like, just tone it down with the beep beeps. And I swear, I'm pretty darn sure. I haven't played Breath of the Wild in a hot minute, but I'm pretty sure it's in that game as well. And it's like, why why does that need to stay like i don't i don't recall any other game that is that aggressive with like your health that is low and you and you need to heal like it's okay it's okay if i die i'm not it's okay i die a lot and and the one i think this is a pretty um pretty common complaint on this game it's pretty minor it's not that big of a deal but the fact that you have to stop open up the menu whenever you need to change your item is a little bit of a pain if they could just add in a quick swap you know you hit the hit the hit a trigger button and then you could cycle through all your shit that would be really amazing but it's a pretty minor gripe it's not it's not that big of a deal it would have been just um, a quality of life update that may even be in other games i don't know i just played the one that the whatever version was on the switch and uh, excuse me but um, yeah, dude, that's that. Those are about the only things I have problems with. So let's get into some of the good shit, cause oh man, there's a lot. So obviously the graphics, absolutely fucking insane. Might be one of the prettiest games that I've ever played on the Super Nintendo. I really enjoyed the colors. I enjoyed all the different areas that you go to. The desert, the forest, especially was gorgeous. The the temples you go to, all the different dungeons you go to, the caves. I mean, caves are caves, they're brown and shit. But you know, it, it, for 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 brown caves, it was pretty damn nice. So graphics are absolutely insane. They look gorgeous today. Uh, that's the great thing about the Super Nintendo. It's aged so freaking good um, compared to like you try and play a PlayStation One game, like like when I played Metal Gear Solid One. Uh, I think it was roughly like 2008 when I played through that game for the first time and it was like laughably ugly like it was almost so ugly that I, I almost couldn't get through it because it was just laughable and for that time that was cutting edge high look how realistic the graphics are and it's just aged so fucking terribly the odd PS2 game doesn't age very well but I think for the most part uh, from PS2 and on I, I, I can I can handle that like I'm, I'm not all about HD. I didn't grow up in the HD era. But, um, yeah, dude. This game looks absolutely incredible. It, if it came out today, people would be like, wow. Like, this is this would be one of the nicest-looking Super Nintendo games. And you wouldn't be wrong, because I think... Now, like I said, I have a pretty limited knowledge when it comes to Super Nintendo games. I didn't play a whole lot of them. And I didn't get to collect a whole lot of them, because they're so fucking expensive. Like, just for an example... So the few, the handful of times when I would see this game out in the wild when I was collecting, uh, it'd be roughly like $35, $40, which I thought was, was asinine for, for such a common video game. The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. I mean, there's got to be 8 million copies of it out there. And the fact that they still want so much money just because it has the Zelda name on it. I wasn't very big into it, so I, I'd never bought it, but... 
yeah, if you want to try and buy it nowadays, now you're probably looking at like 60 to $80, depending on quality and all that crap. So, and again, it makes even less sense to me now, the fact that you can just get it uh, in, in so many different ways, but you know how collectors are, they want that original one, and if you want it in a fucking box, forget about it, you might as well just, just go take out a loan, take out a second mortgage, sell your kids, or whatever you need to do, because that will be a hella expensive motherfucker, and there's no way I'm paying double the price for an old game that's older than I am, and I could just go out and buy a whole bunch of new games or whatever, it's just not, it's just not gonna happen, but Graphics are absolutely fucking crazy good. Looks so nice. Music, I mean, dude. What what can I say about the music? It's all time. It's got some of the most iconic, legendary tunes of all time in here. I mean, it's Legend of Zelda, and they still use these tunes to this day because they're so fucking good. And the music in this game is fantastic. I mean, I love the boss theme. Just... It's, it gets, it's really intense. It's really good shit. I mean... I don't know. I don't think there's a bad song in it. Uh, I think I still enjoy Ocarina of Time's music more just because there's there's just so many catchy tunes, man. Like in the plaza and even Majora's Mask had like Legend of Zelda games. They've always been known to have great music. But the fact of the matter is a lot of the tunes that they still use in the game today started in this game. So got to give it massive props for that. Uh, the replay value is is obviously very high, uh, especially for speedrunners. Speedrunners uh, absolutely adore this game. The things that they can do with this game is absolutely fucking insane to me. Speedrunners are just crazy. Like I, I uh, good for you guys. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't think it should. Like I don't think it should. They should count it for the ones that like break the game and stuff. Like I don't think that's that's any good. But it's impressive that you guys can do shit like that not for me i've never really tried to do a speed run that's just not not the kind of thing i would like i don't like rushing and i, I get too angry when i rush and fuck things up and stuff like that and there's just too many games out there for me to play that i wouldn't want to spend my time playing the same game over and over again to try and increase my speed but i do enjoy watching them every now and again i think they're very entertaining especially if it's a game that i've played before and just to see like someone absolutely destroy the game in a way that i never thought possible but dude the way that people play this game is absolutely insane like people are so fucking good at this game it blows my mind and uh, no, I will never become that good at this game, but um, good for those people out there that can fucking play this game like basically blindfolded, hand, one hand tied behind their back while like in a bathtub with like a slow, slowly uh, coming down toaster that's about to electrify them if you don't get out in like 30 minutes. You're like, pff, pff, 30 minutes, bro, I'll, I'll beat this in five minutes. Like, oh my goodness. Good for those people. But yeah, the, the replayability is really good. Like I said, I would still enjoy to go back and play through it one more time just so I can get, uh, collect all the stuff, collect all the heart pieces, collect all the items and all that stuff so I could do it a full justice. But at the time when I was playing it, I kind of wanted to rush through it because I thought I was going to do this episode sooner than I did, but I sat on it a little bit. So, up, oh, fuck me then. I made a mistake. Um, gameplay, I mean, geez, man. What excellent gameplay. The items you get, uh... I mean, the combat is what it is. It's pretty pretty basic. You just hit the thing. But once you start getting the magic, you start getting all these different items. It's uh, it really opens up. I mean, the sword play is what it is. It's not it's not the greatest, but uh, going through all the temples, the puzzles, the design. It's just a just so much fun to go through. The boss fights are fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just a very very tight game. Uh, fucking awesome. Of course, the light, the light world and dark world mechanics are really awesome. I love the, I love when they they incorporate it with the puzzles. Like you'll, you'll come up to a thing. You're like, oh, there's a ladder there, but there's like, there's it doesn't go to anywhere. And then like, you you go to the dark world and you're like, oh, there's the entrance. And then you, it, it it does stuff like that quite often. I, I think it's very very cool how they did that. Um, and also makes the bit the game twice as big because it's. You know, you got the the light world, and then you can go to the dark world, and it's it's the same map, but it's like totally different. Like things are all different. It's very freaking cool. Like if I if I had that mechanic back back in my day, dude, like I would absolutely lost my shit. Like how fucking cool that is. The weapons, man. There's like so many weapons. Like I couldn't believe like how many I didn't get 
and getting through the game. There's like so many things that you can get, so many different magic attacks that I didn't get. I got, I think I got most of the bottles because I really needed the bottles because I needed potions and fairies and stuff because I suck at this game. So I had to look up how to get that. But I mean, get the hammer, you get bows and arrows, and of course, the best weapon, the best item in this game. The hook shot. That hook shot, oh my goodness, so freaking cool. You can use it for so many things. Like, you can attack things, you can pick up things, you can shoot yourself across places. Like, oh, what a useful freaking item this was in, in the game. Like, for the most part, like, I, I would just keep the hook shot on, like, for the most part. Like, instead of pulling out the arrow, it's like, oh, I'll just shoot him with my hook shot and then, and so on and so forth. But hook shot was the shit, bro. And then, of course, we talked about it a little bit, but exploring the world is is so fun and rewarding. It's a very interesting world. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of hidden secrets. There's a lot of, like, ooh, I wonder what, what what's over there. You see waterfalls, and you, you see, like, you go up to the mountains, and there's, like, the classic Legend of Zelda. You're like, oh, look at that crack, and then you go into a tunnel, and the, the sense of exploration is, is really mind-blowing, considering how the game came out so long ago like there's games coming out today that that couldn't even fucking sniff not even sniffing the level of of how fun it is to explore this world like people want to explore every square inch of this and i wanted to i i desperately wanted to but for me i was just i was just trying to rush through it so again i want to go through it and and just explore it and explore every nook and cranny and and find everything and 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 get through and figure out everything that this game has to offer because it's it's a quite like oh like i said for the hundredth time if i just had this game back in the day dude like oh oh i would have just walked around this place making my own stories and all that i would have absolutely loved this game as a kid man i would have fucking loved it and of course most of the temples in this game aside from the dark world forest temple bullshit most of the temples are very fun well designed lots of good puzzles the map system is what it is like i wouldn't get, there is some parts where i would get a little bit lost and like oh, okay where have i because some of them are pretty big too right some of the temples are quite big got a lot of levels to them i think so some of them had like eight fucking floors to it and you're like oh, okay where was i did i go there yet where where the fuck was that thing again oh wait oh it was over there oh wait no it was over there oh wait no it was over. oh i'm dead stuff like that but Honestly, the temples were a blast to go through. Every I was excited for every temple. I was like, "Oh, what are we gonna? What's going to be in here?" And and so on and so forth. But fuck yeah, dude. And I mean, I think it goes without saying that this game is an all timer. The legacy that this game left behind, it really catapulted uh, the Legend of Zelda into like the stratosphere of legendary series of all time, like Legend of Zelda the original and less so Legend of Zelda 2 uh, both solid games I've never played them but I've watched them a million times and 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 yeah they they look great but this one holy fuck dude what a what a upgrade I mean oh this game really went to a whole nother level when it came to jumping from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo this game I think took every ounce out of that Super Nintendo and and they put everything I think they crammed as much as they could into this cartridge it is god it is such such an incredible game I wish I had that level of nostalgia for it uh, that would just oh I couldn't I, like I said I just can't I don't I didn't play it back in the day but the fact is I, I absolutely adore this game I think it's it's incredible and without question it is a game that everyone every gamer needs to experience you have to play this it's it's an all-timer if you if you want if you say you love games like you have to do yourself a favor and and enjoy this game and and just get your mind blown at like how incredible this game was and for a lot of us it was more than likely created before we were born like it was for me and and the 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 level, the, the the love and care and attention to detail that is in this game is absolutely fucking god tier. It's it's an incredible game, man. Like, I can't, like, obviously, like, I would give this a 10 out of 10 if I played it back in the day. If I was, if I scored it today, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Like, if, if, if it came out today, that's, it would still be a great game if it came out today. But the fact that it came out in 1991, I think it is, it's an all-timer. It's a fucking easily a 10 out of 10 
It's not perfect. I don't. 10 out of 10 doesn't mean it's perfect, but 10 out of 10 means it's a fucking masterpiece. It has stood the test of time. It is still an incredible game today. It's it's just it's always going to be good I, I, the game cannot outage itself the the graphical style that it is the gameplay that it has it can't be simple at times with the with the combat like combat is probably the weakest thing about it because it's i don't know that's not even true because the boss fights are very very fun and intense maybe just like the average combat around the world is like not the most engaging and fun but you can do crazy things you can throw bombs at him and shit like there's tons of variety there's tons of things you can do with it but safe to say that this is one of the greatest games ever created. Um, it's going to go down in the history books. It's a timeless game. You can always pick this bitch up and play through it and have a great time no matter how old you are, no matter fucking what year it is. In 2050, this game is still going to be amazing. I would love for it to get uh, one of the, the... I don't think it was remade, right? I think it's A Link's Awakening is the one that they redid on the Switch. But... They could do that with this game, and it would just be, it would maybe get that uh, that level for like the new age of gamer. Like if a new, if if I had a child and they remade a links a link to the past in that graphical style, I would totally like buy that and be like, here you go, and um, you will thank me for this in a long time. But honestly, you can sit there if you have a Nintendo Switch and you got the online thing and you haven't played Super or Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Well, the, well, this podcast is just about done, but. So go play it what are you doing don't be like me and and wait and wait and wait and and keep waiting and just for, for i don't really i can't fully explain why i didn't play it for so freaking long i again i will i'm smacking myself for not playing it earlier i wish i played it earlier but i was such a i'm such a ocarina of time fan that maybe i was a little nervous on the inside that it would take it over one day but it really doesn't matter i mean um like Ocarina of Time was already remade in a 3D style, so that gave it a little bit more longevity. Uh, the Ocarina of Time N64 version, in my books, absolutely still playable, but for me now, there's no point in me playing that version anymore because I have the 3DS version, and that version's just, it's just fucking better. I mean, it just, it is what it is. You gotta play it not on the N64 controller, which is a disgrace to, to video game design, but I would say that this one, without a doubt, um, outshines Ocarina of Time and longevity. Uh, it, it just looks better and it plays just as good as it did back then. There's nothing about it really that that didn't age well. I mean, the story's simple, but that's all Legend of Zelda games and all that shit, and I don't put all that much stock into the story. Hands down, the game's a fucking masterpiece. If you haven't played it, get your ass... Get your ass... A Switch, get yourself a Super Nintendo, go out and buy a copy. I am definitely going to be on a hunt, on the hunt now for a physical uh, Super Nintendo copy. Hopefully I can find one out there in the wild for a respectable price. That would be fantastic because I think I, I have to, without a question, need to put this game on my shelf and, and keep it with me because it's a very, very special game. Even for a guy like me that experienced it for the first time in 2022, it's still like really really was just such a great time i was i was blown away by it even a 30 year old game could still blow you away this in this manner i was it's incredible man it's um it's something special that's for sure and um yeah if you guys have any opinions on that if you have um your favorite temples if you didn't like it i would love to hear from you because i, I we need that we need to sit you down and make sure you're okay up in there because if you don't like this game there's something wrong with y'all. There's something wrong with y'all. I don't know. I don't know if I've heard anyone say that they didn't like this game, or like at minimum you can say it's not your favorite Zelda game. That's totally fine. It's not my favorite Zelda game of all time. Breath of the Wild still up is is my is my baby. But basically, that's just what uh, Breath of the Wild is. Just this game. If they could have made it back then, they just that technology was not to that level. And um, yeah, I am I am very excited for. Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Something about an eye, I think. But, yeah, dude. I would be so down if they remade this game. Uh, it, it doesn't need to be remade. It can be, like, maybe that's why they just don't want to remake it. Because it's timeless. It's a, it's a classic of all time. It doesn't need to be touched. It's aging like a very fine wine. It just keeps... It's just going to keep be being a legendary game. The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. It's a game that everybody, I feel, needs to go play. So... 
Thank you, everybody, for listening to me ramble on about a fucking game that is older than I am that I finally got to experience for the first time. Absolutely loved it. And, um, yeah, dude, that's that's about all I got to say. So, again, thank you. If you made it through this whole episode, you are a champion. You deserve uh, ice cream bar. So come on down and get your ice cream bar and make sure while you're down there, getting your ice cream you hit that five star button or you leave a review you do you whatever the fuck you got to do if you if, if if you liked it that's awesome uh thank you so much and uh make sure you go down and check out some of the links down below you can check out the youtube channel where i'm currently playing through resident evil 3 remake doing disco elysium i have resident evil 7 up and there's tons of let's plays on there i've been on youtube since 2010 got over 500 videos so if you're fucking bored swing by the youtube channel gamer gx videos you'll might just find something on there that you really like i hope so because there's so many freaking videos on there i hope you find one that you like and uh, make sure you check me out on twitter uh, i'll throw up uh, early announcements if you're following along on twitter you would have known earlier that i was doing this game you would have found out on like thursday that this game was 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 coming so there you go and you also get to see cute videos of my kitties you get to see me doing ridiculous mic checks because whenever I start recording I just got to make sure that my 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 equipment is working so I usually just make really stupid weird sounds and then throw it up on the internet and see if anyone laughs so there you go so thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys uh, whenever I see ya